Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm here with Emily and our friend Sarah Jane Warner, as seen on season two of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You're not a friend of. What's your official title? I, I guess it's considered a friend of. Um, but yeah, it was not. They don't the way they do it now. They don't really do contracts until you've been in it. A while so yes a friend of we'll just go with that you were invited to film and then you'll see what happens is what yes okay mm-hmm. yes you're a friend of we're gonna it's considered it. a friend of position when they offered me the position they said it was a friend of possibly going to full-time if you deliver oh <laughs> no pressure <laughs> no pressure <laughs> so run us through what that process looked like kind of the casting you. process yeah mm-hmm. so um let me think. I'm going to give you a timeline, too. Great. So the timeline. Well, I actually casted for season one as well. Oh, okay. but I wasn't really into it. I was kind of like, uh, and it was before they even knew it was going to be Housewives. They had said that it was possibly oh. going to be something like Southern Charm. They didn't oh. or and, but women in business. And so I don't really know what it was going to be. And then they casted the people and then they said it was going to be Housewives. So anyway, interesting. Yeah. Little side note. But um, I was in one episode of season one, and it was at the Beauty Lab party. Do you remember? Oh, yes, that's yeah. right. So yeah, we're in the for finale. Like a brief yeah. second, yeah. And then after that, like that, that was probably I think it was right before COVID, summer when mm-hmm. whatever. And I was still in contact with Lisa Barlow during all of that. And so anyway, Lisa was the one that actually recommended me for season two. And so she got me um, in contact with the lady that does all the casting. And um, this was probably like in October. And I did the full casting thing. So first it was a phone call. And then she's like, OK, I like you. Let's do a Skype interview. Okay. And so you do a Skype interview and they want you to like get done up. They're like, do glam, do all that because they want to see what you look like if you were going to be a housewife. And you know, housewives like lamb. So anyway, um, understatement. Yes. uh, That is a major (laughs) understatement. Right. And so anyway, you, um, yeah, I did that first, that first Skype and it was actually really fun. The lady that does the casting for housewives, well, for shed media, she is amazing. She makes you feel very comfortable. She like laughs at everything you say. So you think you're super funny. You're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You feel like a million bucks. She makes you feel so good. So after that, um, she told me, she's like, okay, I really like you. I want, have you talked to your husband about this? I'm like, I'm a little bit, but she's like, talk to your husband about this. She's like, I want to do an interview with you and your husband. And so I was like, okay. So I talked to Nick and he was like, uh, I don't know. And my husband, like you rarely even see him on my Instagram. Cause he is just, he's kind of shy. He's the sweetest person ever, but he doesn't he doesn't care to be on the camera. He doesn't like attention. He just likes to do his thing and just kind of be in the background Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, But I don't know how, but I talked him into it and he did it. And I'm telling you right now, when we did that Skype interview, Nick was the star. Nick was absolutely the star. They always are. They always are. It was like, oh my God. Secretly charismatic. Yeah. But Nick is very sweet and he's really witty though. And like he laughs at my jokes and He makes me feel funny, too. (laughs) So after that, she was like, I love you two together. You guys have like a really cute banter with each other and stuff. And um, she asked Nick, she's like, how would you feel about your wife being 
casted for Housewives. And he's like, do you think she'd be good for it? And he he said, sadly, I think she'd be phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. I know. I know. So anyway, she was like, OK, we we want to interview your little boy, Nixon. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Nixon is just like he doesn't think before he speaks. He at that point he had just barely turned eleven. He's twelve now, but he's just kind of like a typical eleven year old, you know. Yeah. So anyway, we're like, okay, you can interview Nixon. So I kind of like told Nixon, I was like, okay, they're gonna interview you. You need to like sit quiet and stuff, and like you know, just answer the questions, be polite. And when they first started interviewing him. I was with him at first and they just kind of wanted to see how we interacted. It was like, oh my gosh, Nixon, shut up. (laughs) I am not even kidding. He grabs, so the lady was like, does your mom like nice things? He literally reaches over, grabs my handbag and he's like, does that look like it? (laughs) Oh my gosh. He was out of control. So they wanted to interview him. Um, So they wanted to interview him alone. And I was like, oh my gosh. And the, the panic, I would the fear. panic. And the lady that does the casting, she's like, you can be in there with him, but it always is better if like you're in the other room. Do you know what they were looking for in interviewing him? Um, I think they just want kids that have personality yeah. and kids that will just say like if their mom's being an idiot, they'll be like, mom, you're being an idiot. And that's the type of person Nixon is like he just he does not really think before he he's an only child too so he thinks he's an adult even though he's a child and so anyway um they interview Nixon and I was in their room like so he couldn't see me but I could hear every single thing he was saying and they say so tell us about your mom what is your mom like and he's like, oh, she only likes fancy things. I'm like, what are you saying, Nixon? Like, I, I mean, I do like nice things, but I'm not, I would consider myself like pretty, like laid back. Like, you know what I mean? I would call you very grounded. And I've known you for a long time. I would consider myself very grounded. Yes, I like nice things. Yes, I'll buy the handbag, whatever. But yeah, I would call myself grounded. So anyway, he's like, oh, she only likes fancy things. And he's like, yeah, she's just out of control. And he, she, the casting director goes, what type of fancy, fancy things does she like? And he's like, well, like when we go to a restaurant, she only picks the fancy restaurants. Uh-huh. And she goes, what kind of fancy restaurants? And he goes, there's this restaurant called Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> The Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my gosh. The fanciest. Yes. And I was like, oh. (laughs) I love that. She, like, loved it so much. You know what I mean? And so, anyway, um, that was in probably, like, November-ish. And after that, like, I didn't hear anything. Nothing. Was it the Cheesecake Factory? It was the Cheesecake (laughs) Factory. But I'd become friends with the casting director, too. So we would, like, talk every now and then and stuff and just, like, give me an update. Like, do you know what's going on? And I think I probably bugged the crap out of her because I was, like, calling her all the time. I'm like, hey, you guys made your decision yet? (laughs) And because of COVID, they did it different. Normally what they would do is they would pick, like, the top, like, three to four people. And they would put you on film um, with another housewife and... (laughs) It wouldn't even be like televised. It would they wouldn't even like do an edit, but they'd kind of make like a mini episode to see how you to interact. see how you interact and and how you are on camera because it is hard to know 
what to say on camera in regards to like you can't bring up specific things you can't talk about the show on the show you can't like talk about social media really on the show Mm -hmm. you can't you can't break that fourth wall so anyway um that's how they normally do it but because covid they had to do things a little bit different and it just like was making it drag on longer and Mm. longer and so anyway i would talk to my friend angie harrington all the time because she um she was going through the same process and we're like do you know what's happening like and I the whole time I was like Angie like I hope you get it like I want you to get it you honestly would be like such a good wonderful fit but we knew that we probably both would not get it because we both have blonde hair and they, they definitely like diversity on the show yeah and they needed probably somebody else who was ethnic and stuff and we're like there's no way to blonde white girls are going to get it. Well, we already have Whitney and Heather. And we already have Whitney and Heather. Yep. So anyway, we're like, there's no way. But maybe, maybe one of us, you know, we were were both going on as Lisa's friends too. Okay. So you both knew Lisa and you knew each other separately. Yes. Is Lisa the connector to everyone? Um... A little bit because, well, Lisa and Meredith probably because Lisa and Meredith were the people because they did Sundowns Film Festival. They were um, approached by a producer Mm. and that's kind of how the show came here. Okay, And then like Lisa reached out. So season one, actually, Lisa reached out to me, too. She's like, hey, I found you from Heather Gay because I had been friends with Heather Gay. I was an ambassador for Beauty Lab for a long time. And she was like, I found you from Heather Gay. Like, would you want to maybe audition for a reality show that might be here and it does take a long time for it to all take place like like how long ago was that that was oh man let me think that was the very beginning of 2019 actually the end of 2018 okay and yeah they that announced is a wild november, november 2019 right yes yeah so it takes a lot for the show to like be pitched to find a cast to kind of like come up with exactly what they want to do with it and then in this situation housewives wanted to take over which was great because it is hard to carry a new show on your own yeah yeah so housewives was the kind of the goal i think you have a built-in audience you have a built-in audience people love it there's a formula it's easier than just being like hopefully this mix of people works exactly exactly it's really hard to to start and you think of all the other shows that have started, they generally only last like one or two seasons at most just because it's hard to like really carry a show on your own. But um, yeah, when I was first contacted, that was the beginning of 2019. Wow. The very beginning. So this has been going on a while. Yeah, it, it goes on. But anyway, in that time, like then finally for season two, being cast up for that. So when my last interview I had had with Meg was, I think it was the beginning of November, the end of October. Is she the casting director? She's, yes. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. you. <laughs> Same day. I was like, wow, Same I'm day. very, yeah, I've been yes. on the ground involved for a long time. Yeah. I wish you were the casting director. I do, too. Can yeah. you imagine? How, you, you'd be you on for sure, Sarah Jane. I oh, would Sarah Jane would be, be on. She'd be one of the blondes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We can only have three. Sarah Jane's one of them. So I'm, the, I'm the top. I'm the center <laughs> snowflake. So anyway. <laughs> Those girls want that center snowflake. Oh, it's a big deal. Who's you currently guys. center snowflake? Heather. Heather. That's right. Heather. And Elise's all the way in the back. Heather is, oh, she is like right flank back even behind Jenny. Yeah. I mean, behind Heather was Jenny. the star of season one. You know what? She was the housewife's darling. That's what I tell people. She was housewife's darling. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah. you can't be the darling forever. No. No. Everybody no, no. One season max, right? Well, maybe no, two. T- sometimes there's. It, okay. I personally, 
I have to drink. I have to take a sip of my. Dad. We're constantly drinking our beverages while yeah, we record. So Don't I, even. I, I text you. I was like, "Can I bring you swig?" Good thing you said no because I went to swig, and the line was like, I was like, uh, "Heck no!" So it's an unpredictable line too. If you guys aren't from Utah, the soda shops the lines are weirdest times. It Check out my was. piece in the Deseret News about the soda shop oh, phenomenon. I read that. Thank you, Sarah Jane. Good job, I, Meg. Yeah, Thank Meg, you. Good job. I read a lot of your stuff. Thanks, Sarah Jane. I, I'm a supporter. <laughs> Me, Meg and I, I don't know if the audience knows this, but we have been friends since kindergarten. 1993. 1993? Was it? Dude, kindergarten, right? No, that was 1990. What? I think so. What year were you born? 86? I was born 85. Yeah, 90. She did brag about knowing what your childhood bedroom looked like. I did. Mm-hmm. It was cute. It was wallpaper, and you also had a drinking fountain in your oh, house. Oh, we did have which a drinking fountain. a big deal. It's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. The drinking fountain house is a big hit yeah, in the neighborhood. We, we had a drinking fountain. I remember in our ours. House. Yeah. It's the Bakers. Of course. Of I course. Know. Bakers. Every neighborhood, every neighborhood has one or two. Our next door neighbors had a drinking fountain, too, in their house, but it was fun. Everybody yeah. liked it. Do you have one now as an adult? No. Do you think you would have been a full time housewife if you would have? Mm, that's what that, it was. That's what it was. Probably. <laughs> it was the it was they the drinking looked fountain. Past the but now hair it probably and then, like, be she a, has that drinking fountain. Don't you think the new drinking fountain is the bottle bottle filler? It is. It absolutely yeah. is, and it's yeah. next to your Peloton. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yep. If you want to be a housewife, get a drinking hot fountain. Hot tip, you guys. <laughs> you have to have a drinking fountain, and you have to have a Peloton right next to each other. I feel like we derailed you. You were ta- you were saying nine two thousand nineteen. 2020 now it's 2020 okay, okay. So they so, announced the cast so they announced yeah so they announced the cast whatever but okay so i did my last interview like i said in somewhere october november um of 2020 and i had to wait a long time to find out if i got the position and in the meantime i'm talking to the casting director and she's like yeah you're still in it like they like you they like you i pitched you and everything we're just waiting to hear so I believe it was the very end or the very beginning of Fe- the very end of January, the very beginning of February of 2021. And I get a call from her and she goes, hey, I'm just calling to let you know you got the position. I was whoa. like, wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, oh, my gosh. She goes, yeah, you did. She's like, I'm so excited. They love you. Like, this is going to be great. She goes, but two other women got it as well. And so you, because of COVID, we're not doing like the the fake scene or whatever. So you all three are just kind of going to be put in and they'll kind of see where it goes. So I'm like, well, who who are the other women? Fair question. I know. Right. And she told me, I was like, I hope it's Angie. I hope it's Angie. Because she, we had talked every day. And she's like, yeah, Meg's telling me the same thing too. Yeah. They love me. They love me. And so we were both like, do they just say this to everybody? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so anyway, um, she was like, Angie is one of them. Amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh. Because we live right next to each other. Yeah. And so it. Would they you, ever let you film together? Like, is that, or do you have to always be as like kind of a friend of are you always with the core cast member i think we we could have Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and they actually loved mine and angie's dynamic because we're very goofy together we're silly and we just say stupid stuff and they kind of like that Mm -hmm. um but i think at that point they probably would have had a have a main cast member on with us too 
But um, anyway, and then she said, and another girl named Jenny. And I, d- uh, oh. I, didn't, I didn't know who Jenny oh, was. Wow. I'd never met her. Um, so anyway, um, the first time I met Jenny was actually at casino night. Okay. But I had heard all about her. I had heard Lisa talking about her. Lisa said that they had been friends for years and years and years and years. Like she does with everybody. But, <laughs> 10 years. Um, 10 years. Everyone's friends with Lisa I, for 10 years. I've yes. <laughs> <laughs> been friends with her for 10 years. Angie, 20 years. Um, so I was like super excited. And they're like, okay, we're going to get you on a call, on a Skype call. And a lot of these interviews, I'm telling you, they generally were done in person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But because of COVID, everything was done over Skype or like a Zoom call or something like that. Um, That's tougher. Yeah. It's like hard to get to know someone. It's hard to be vibrant on Zoom. Uh, Yeah. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it now just because everything that I've done has basically been on Skype yeah, or Zoom. Yeah. And it is nice because you can meet your sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Up, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm trying to think what happened after that. Okay, so they're like, we want to get you with producers. We want to, like, you know, send us your schedule. Send us, like, everything you have going on from February, whatever, to the end of April. We need your schedule. Um like just stuff like that. You what know? do they want to know when you go to the gym? Like yeah, everything. Yep. So I sent them like a schedule of like every single thing. I'm like, I wake up at 7:30. I get my little boy ready for school. Da 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 da. All the way till going to bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so anyway, um, I got on the call with the producers, and that was actually funny because we were in St. George for a soccer tournament at that time. So I had to like do it in a hotel, and I'm like trying to like make things look nice behind me, you know? Yeah. But it worked out just fine. And so anyway, they're like, okay, we we have your first scene is going to be with Lisa and Angie, and we're going to do it at originally it was going to be at Angie's house, and then they switched it like two days before to my house. Oh, so that was your house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So they filmed it at my house. That was my house. So, um, but in between then too, from the time I talked to them till they film, they come to your house too, and they want to look at your house. They want to see what your house looks like. Yeah. They mm-hmm. I, and you send videos in of your house and everything, like every little thing. You're like, here's my master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Here's my blah blah blah. Here's my you closet. Know? Here's my pantry. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, everything. And so then they come to your house, like the entire production team comes to your house and they literally just look at the entire thing. Do they tell you this is the best spot? They like set you up? Um, No, they like didn't really say anything. Like they, I just felt like I was giving people like a tour of my house. I'm like, (laughs) welcome to my home. And I'd never really met these people in person. I had only met three of them um, through Skype. So it was just kind of like, hi. And you feel like you have to be like exciting and like almost be Uh, your camera self. You know what I mean? So you're like, hi, I'm Sarah J. You know what I mean? So it just, yeah, it is kind of awkward, but it's just part of the territory, you know? And so they come to your house, they look through your whole house, um, they take some pictures. If you have any art on your wall, they're like, okay, we have to get this cleared. Mm. Anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think they're kind of just looking to, okay, like, when we film here, where it's going to be the best angles, because when they get there to film, it is like, boom, boom, boom. It, they do not waste time. So do you think they, part of it is that they don't want you to think too much? Probably. They just want you to start interacting. They just want you to start interacting. Every single thing you do on that show, they want like organic situations. Like they even tell you while you're filming, 
do not talk to the other cast members unless you are on film. Interesting. Yeah. Makes sense. It does because everything like is organic yeah the thing that's hard is like for instance like me and angie we talk every day yeah so it's like we talk and then we're like oh we can't talk about the show blah, blah, blah. you know we're like well what else can we talk about then? yeah Nothing. Okay, bye. and then if you talk so, about it again it feels like you've already talked about it yeah but you do you you kind of get used to like if, if something is brought up like in a private conversation when they tell you on camera you know how to act like it's your first time hearing that information. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to. You can't be like, oh, you told me that yesterday. <laughs> it just wouldn't make for Actually, a good Actually, Angie, yeah. we've already talked about that. Let's Angie, go to the next scene, idiot. you guys. We talked, about, we talked about that yesterday. Don't worry yeah. about it. We talked about it already. Yeah. Yeah. And then producers would hate you. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. anyway, so it's kind of a no-no to talk to other cast members during the filming. But um, so they came to my house, looked at everything, and then originally, like I said, we were going to film that scene with Lisa and um, Angie at Angie's house, and then they switched, like, I think it was, like, two days before. They were like, we're actually going to do it at Sarah Jane's house. I think the reason why is because at that point, they're like, okay, we know that Angie is going to do that casino night mm-hmm. event. We're going to see her house then. And we want to see Sarah Jane's house on camera, too. Okay. We want to make sure that... We do, as a viewer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was cool. To, it's I like seeing inside people's houses. I right. mean, low-key, if it turned into just like a home tour show, I would 100% would, be here for if it. It kind of be fun. A yeah. parade of homes, housewives, parade of homes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I would be watch so that. much fun, right? Would so, love to know where Jenny buys her furniture. Oh my gosh. Just desperate to know where you What did you say that. it was? Yeah, TJ Maxx. Z Gallery. Z Gallery. Yeah. 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 It, her house looks like Z Gallery. Like, it does. Barfed in there. Yeah. So, yes. It's a vibe. Yes. It's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe for a lot of Utah people. It I go sure is. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gallery. This is the gallery. Yeah, is that vel- a crush facts. velvet couch? That's the yeah. <laughs> I do um, love a crush velvet. <laughs> I love a crush velvet. Oh, yeah. Velvet. We all do. <laughs> but so does the gallery. Oh, it's so pretty. But anyway, I was really nervous, though, when they were like, okay, we're going to do it at your house because we had just barely moved into oh, our home. No pressure. And our couch hadn't come. My coffee table hadn't come. Everything's backordered. I mean, you're in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) You order like your fridge and freezer two years ago and they're still like, there's eight more months. So I was like, oh my gosh, the chairs that were, we had our dining table. We had like our old couch and it still looked fine. Um, But like the chairs, if you go back and watch that episode, they're folding chairs. I was like, (laughs) not like your regular church folding chairs. They were like a little bit nicer ones, but they were Folding, folding chairs. chairs. I was mortified. I mean, too. Sarah Jane, just to put you at ease, our job is to watch the show like a hawk, and we did not notice. Did not, did not notice. No. Well, you'll did go back notice. and you'll notice well, now she I have doesn't to. have a coffee table, and she has folding chairs, and where's her fridge and freezer? But did you have curtains? We have electric blinds. They're, half the job is done. So, you're, yeah. You're so, you're All, so. A lot of our, like, I would say, like, 80% of our furniture had come, but there still were, like, some random pieces. I yeah. was like... And like hardly any art on the wall. Well, still well, hardly any art on the walls. Still, we're still like trying that to gather. It takes a while. It takes forever. And when you put art on the wall, you're like, that was really expensive. I want to make sure I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, st- a statement of who you are. I it's think. a statement of who you are. You get the wrong art piece in there. You're like, what have I done? Yeah. If you're live, laugh, loving. Yep. Everyone's going to think you're a joke. Right? Meg, right. It's tr- Meg, sorry. Do you have a live, laugh, love sign? 
I do. It's huge. Meg just stared at me like, how dare it's you? Hu- it's um, it's a 18 by 18, <laughs> right? We have, you can see in at night, live, laugh, love. One of and these, I have like, one of those giant clocks. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like uh, in this house, we believe. Yeah. Yeah. We we stencils believe. everywhere. It's stencils all stenciled stenciled and vinyl stickers. Love so that. Funny. So Sarah Jane decided to not go for that vibe. I will not go for that vibe. I just can't. Um, but anyway, they ended up shooting that scene with angie and lisa and that was i honestly think that was the second or third day of filming for the whole for everyone and what an iconic scene these three gorgeous women talking about the fast food that they eat yeah put it in the loop like i was obsessed with masterpiece so anyway yeah it was it was fun sarah jane did you feel pressured like i gotta bring some fire um Okay, that was my first day filming, so I just didn't know. Mm. I look back now, I'm like, I should have said this, I should have said this, I shouldn't have been so worried about that, and I I should have just let my guard down, but I didn't know. I'm like, what can I say? What can I say? Yeah. I don't want to look like an idiot. You're so, con- like, in your mind, you're like, if I say it, they're going to air it, and you <laughs> yeah. don't know, because yeah, you don't sure. see it until you, people are watching right. it. And so anything you say can be put in and even if you say it they can take it out of context oh, oh yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And i mean those are like the best turned around <laughs> those are <laughs> the best like, parts of the show that's exactly. why reality tv exactly. has thrived <laughs> exactly so anyway you just don't know so i just think it was because of my very first time i was very guarded and there were things that i should have said there were things that angie said and i wish so bad i could have like would have elaborated on it but I was like oh my gosh Angie like are you sure you want to say that but I mean she knew what she was doing and I think she kind of like thought about it before yeah. and maybe Still prepped was herself like, I'm gonna say it bit. anyway right right and so um for me I just kind of like kept a little quiet but a lot of the stuff that I said they didn't end up using because it just after I filmed again it just wasn't really working out for me mm-hmm. okay on the show okay which is fine you know what I mean it's not the show is not for everybody no and you cannot be like I think everybody on the show is sensitive but you can't be sensitive to the fact where it's like oh my gosh uh, this and this and this and this you kind of have to have thick skin and I think in that moment I was like trying to look out for myself just because, and I think part of the, re- oops, I just hit the mic. Um, Fine, you're hello. Doing all the time. Does it still work? Hello. 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 <laughs> um, anyway, I think for me, I have gotten, just being a, like an influencer on Instagram, there have been things that have been said to me on there. And I just know from that, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Don't say specific things. So on social media, I, I'm careful with what I say mm-hmm. because I don't, if I bring up one little thing about something, something, it's just going to destroy me. Yeah. And it's kind of sad because you can't say exactly how you feel about specific things or whatever. And, or like if you have an opinion, maybe you don't want to voice it because you just don't know how people are going to interpret that and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I took that same mindset into housewives at the very beginning, which I should not have done. That's, you have to just be like, say anything on your balls to the freaking wall. 
And you um, have to just be prepared for fallout. Uh-huh. I know you almost accept it. You do. You you just, you accept it. You accept it. Oof. And I mean, now if I went back on the show, I think if I committed to do it, I would be the most epic housewife. I would just say every single thing. I'd be like, you this and this and this, blah, 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 <laughs> this. But I'd be funny at the same time. And mm-hmm. you just don't care. And it probably like... I feel like Lisa is one of the main pillars on the show because she just she doesn't hold back with what she wants to say and how she attacks people. But it works for her because she wants it so bad. And so I I think that's just kind of how you have to be. Do you think Angie's good on it, too, because she's prepared to be like, I'm going to say this and no people are going to be mad and I don't care. Yeah, I think so. So confidence, man. mm -hmm. I don't like when people don't like me, just to be frank. <laughs> it bums me out. I mean, we are like me. a walking paradox because we host podcasts that's all about how we don't like other people a lot of the time. And yet any feedback we get, we wilt like a couple of old roses. <laughs> we, will, we will cry and then we will say thank you for that and feedback. And then we will validate each other for a week. Okay, Meg, uh-huh. can I just bring up real quick? This is a totally different topic. How you got kicked out of... AlphaCon. 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 I, what, we DM'd briefly about that because I was like, what is this thing? (laughs) And I was like, Sarah Jane, you do not want to know. Sarah Jane, you don't want But of course, I'm like on my phone. And then I messaged her again. I'm like, it's like $500 to get in. Yeah. Like, heck freaking no. But you got kicked out. I got kicked out of AlphaCon. Yeah. It was the most traumatic thing to ever happen to me and also the funniest thing to ever happen to me. You know what? It was very entertaining for me. So so thank you for being kicked out of AlphaCon. What can I say? It was the best. Especially because, you know, Meg is non-confrontational. No, no. So for yeah. CJ, she got kicked out and didn't even ask, why am I getting kicked out? <laughs> she just walked to her car. <laughs> they didn't ask? No. She I just accepted it and walked to her car. These people You're don't like, want me here. I will see myself like, out. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yes. You know what? I did <laughs> say thank you. I was like, thanks. See ya. You probably were like, you guys, I am a beta. (laughs) I never pretend to not to be. This is fine. That is so freaking funny. You know, I applaud you. Thank you. That was funny. Thank you. So you said it wasn't working out. Yeah, it was not. Okay, so we did, after we filmed at my house, a couple days later, it was casino night. Casino night. Which Sarah Jane looked incredible at casino night. How stressful, though, is it to find clothes for to be filmed in? Well, I mean, I like to online shop, so it's Mm. not too hard. But when they have a theme, you're like, okay, casino night. The the whole theme was kind of like that, like, if you've seen the movie Casino. Yeah. Kind of that, like, 70s 70s glam. I loved it. 70s glam. Yeah, it was so fun. But I'm like, okay, do I, like, want to go wearing, like, bell-bottom type situation? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. You have to be careful on housewives because it's so easy to be like get in that costume category yeah. and you don't want to be in that category. No. Sunny no. told us the same thing when she was here that yeah. when it's a dress code it's not a costume. Exactly. It's a dress code, not a costume. So it's kind of hard to find that vibe. And so for me I was like, okay, I just need to wear something kind of like uh, for me, it was more my hair. I had it like half up, yes. kind of that curly. I had like Bridget Bardo. Yes, I had an inspiration picture that was like from the seventies, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I found my vibe. And then I just wore like a black 
whatever dress. And I felt like it worked out. It worked out just perfectly. I think I you look great. Yeah, this is perfect. the thing that would stress me out the most is like, I don't want to look like an idiot. Well, in an on TV. Exactly. And another thing, too, because it was like my I had some advice from somebody else and she was like, don't play too much into the character at the beginning because you don't want to look like a tryhard. Yeah. OK. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the worst thing ever. You do not want to look like somebody that's like trying too hard to like be on. Well, the we show. kind of reject that as viewers. You it, do. It feels so artificial, mm-hmm. you know, that I don't want someone who just wants to be on TV. I want to go into the fantasy that this is who they are. Yeah. Even yeah. knowing what you're saying. Yeah, we it's all produced. I still want to believe that that's who you well, are. Well, it's funny because my first scene that I filmed at my house, I was wearing a Balenciaga sweater and I heard somebody doing a podcast. They were talking about my Balenciaga sweater and they're like, oh my gosh, like she wore that on her first scene. Like what a try hard. I'm like, that was already in my closet. Like, Sarah I wears wear that, those types of things. Sarah Jane wears that to the grocery store. I wear okay, that to you the guys. freaking grocery store. So <laughs> she is not trying hard. She's just That's living. just your energy. It's just you know? my energy. Yeah. And so for me picking out clothes, I was like, okay, I want to make sure I have like really cute pieces, but I'm just mixing it in with mm-hmm. what I already have. Yeah. I yes. don't want to have to. I mean, you spend so much money on clothes, though. Oh, I would uh, imagine. Uh, yeah. Because yes. you get online, you're like, okay, I need to buy this, 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 and this, yeah. and this. And then- a lot of times they don't even show that scene or a lot of times they I mean, cut your scene. Are you mad you have that Balenciaga sweater? No, I like it. Yeah, no. But yeah. is there an outfit you were like, I really wanted that scene to come through because I look good? No, actually the stuff that I didn't wear, I just returned everything because my husband was like, you're returning it all. If you're not wearing it, you're returning it. So <laughs> This is I no know, longer a tax write I have to talk about, well, the funniest thing I've ever seen on Instagram was Sarah Jane doing a video explaining that for a long time she'd go to the grocery store and buy Nordstrom gift cards. Yes. Because they wouldn't show up as Nordstrom gift cards on the receipt. And it's your husband food. would say, how did you spend this much money on groceries? And you would tell him it was yeah. for tampons. Well, it wouldn't show up through like the credit card statement. Genius. Like it shows up on the receipt. He has no idea how much tampons cost. And so you could just tell him. no idea. That, that is a genius well, unlock. I'm so stupid. I did the dumbest thing ever. I went to Costco and... They had tampons on like the Costco coupon or whatever. I'm like, oh, I better buy my tampons. So I buy the tampons. I come home and it's like the big, huge thing. And I left the receipt on the I was bringing a bunch of stuff in. I left the receipt on the counter and I bring the tampons are there. And my husband comes downstairs and he's like, tampons? He's like, oh, you probably spent a ton of money today because he thinks thinks they're they're $100 a $100 a box. And I was like, yeah, I really hit it hard today at Costco, you know. I'm Maxed like, out a credit card at Costco. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't because I only bought a couple of things. And the receipt was there. I leave to go pick Nixon up from soccer. I get a phone call from my husband. And he's like, um, I'm looking at this receipt. Why don't you always buy your tampons at Costco? <laughs> No. They're seven ninety nine. The jig is up. They're not a hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, and then you got a lot. You got away with it for so I long. I did. Like, and then he starts it. googling how much yeah, tampons yeah, yeah. are. Yeah. And he's like, "You where? Why did you tell me that they were this much?" He still didn't get that I was buying gift cards. He's like, why would you lie about Just the tell cost him, of your tampon? It's the pink tax, and you should take it up with our senators, yeah, honestly. This is systemic. This Sir, is a government it's, issue. This is, it's a se- government this is issue. called sexism, okay? Yes, and it's yes. not my fault. I'm like, you, know, and you, don't, again. you don't talk about my tampons, Nick. <laughs> don't ever bring it up. I don't want to buy them either, okay? I but know, I have to but spend I have $100. They're $100, <laughs> sometimes 200 But then he fig- I had to come clean. It was like, 
oh, I'm digging myself home. I was like, okay, I've just been buying Nordstrom gift cards at the grocery store, and I just tell you that tampons are that much. Like, let's just drop it. And he felt literally like the voice, the like his voice on the other line was like, I am married to a murderer. Like, that's basically how. <laughs> no he, way. No. The world's greatest grifter. He should be and impressed. We should all. Yeah. He was not impressed. That's he a long just con. He's like, I yeah. don't even know if I could trust you anymore. You know. No. But We're all impressed by it. Hey, Nick. That's actually really impressive. Listen, and that's not Sarah Jane's fault. It's your fault. Nick, it's, I don't know how to tell you this, but our opinion matters more than yours than does, Nick's, and we respect it. Than Nick's opinion. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sorry, Nick. Yeah. Exactly. Sound great. I bet you're great TV, but this was a genius move. I know. It was a really good move. No, it is. I know. So anyway. Casino night. You're, you look amazing. Is that where you met Jenny? That's where I met Jenny for the first time, was that casino night. And she actually looked amazing. She had her hair. It was like... Uh, like curl, it was really pretty. And yeah, she, she did I, look cool. I forgot what she was wearing, but she had like a, a red Hermes bag, and it was yeah, it was pretty. So, do we know if it was a real bag though? Ooh, is she known for not real? Bags? I don't know. I don't know. Her husband's a chiropractor. I thought you said the, Dewey, like no, Dewey. Dewey. Hey Dewey, can you tell Dewey. us? We we sh- yeah, but it just that that I think it was a Birkin bag. Whoa! Oh. Was okay. it Birkin? I think it was. Oh, okay, well, people can't afford Birkins. Yeah, and they're like $100,000. And you have to be like an established customer before you can even have the conversation about yeah. Birkin. The you can buy a Birkin on Tradesy, like uh-huh. used Birkins. Okay. So maybe it was one of those, whatever. But I'm pretty sure it was a Birkin. Um, but that like threw me off guard. But this is this is funny. I believed it for a second because... Lisa had told this is before I knew like what her husband did where whatever Lisa had told me that Jenny I can't even say it with a straight face that Jenny was a billionaire wow 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 <laughs> Jenny's how? a billionaire she's like a billionaire and she lives in the nicest home in Olympic Cove Olympus no, Cove I knew it that we knew it was Olympus Cove but that it's not the nicest home in Olympus Cove well according to Lisa it was Okay. Is well, Lisa a little hyperbolic at times? Yes. Okay. Okay. Tracks. So tracks. yes, it's an exaggeration always. Okay. And yeah. So anyway, I, I was like, wow. Okay. And she was really nice. We got along just great. She's just cute. And so you're going into this party thinking it could be you or Angie or Jenny who would become full-time cast members. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, I mean, kind of, and uh, or just, I mean, and kind of depending on what you want. And going into it, I was never really on board to be a full-time cast member. Okay. I was always like, I like, I kind of like the friend situation. You come and go as you please. You don't really have to get your family completely involved. Lower state. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's, I feel healthier and, boundaries. Well, and the filming schedule, like you're filming almost every single day Oof. and coming up with these ideas. And I just, I like my house. I like being home. Yeah. I like my pajamas and my bed and my Netflix and my little boy snuggling next to me. That, that was hard to kind of just like even for three months, say no to, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. And so I, I would have done it if they would have offered me that opportunity at that moment. Now I look back, I'm like, no, there's no freaking way I would have done it. But um, I would have taken the position if they would have offered it to me then. Because um, I just didn't know. I didn't know really what I was getting into and stuff. But yeah, we all kind of were going. We knew that there was a possibility of maybe like two of us being friends, one of us being a full-time housewife situation, but we just didn't know. 
Okay. We really didn't know. And we're all going on as Lisa's friend. So it's like, who are they going to keep? Who is Lisa? Another thing, too, is who is Lisa going to ask to film with the most? Oh, so she kind of can decide. I would like to go to din- lunch with Jenny. Mm-hmm. And oh. we have found out, both Angie and I, that she had been filming with Jenny far more Quite a bit. from that point on. She had already filmed with Jenny like three or four times. So okay. is there, there would be a benefit then to say being someone's cousin who is a housewife. Like being friends with Lisa and then possibly being connected to another cast member. The more cast connections you have are better. The better. So when these women like audition for cast for housewives, I almost said for cast wives. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, my sister-in-law yesterday, Christine. Do you know Christina? Mm -mm. Okay. She goes, are you still doing that sister housewife show? (laughs) I do know Christina. Yes. Now I know who you're talking about. Yes. so I would watch that. Are I you would still watch doing that, that sister housewife show, and I was laughing so hard. My husband was dying. Was I like, would watch that. I think you'd I'm like, don't they have sister wives? Braid? Yeah, they have sister. They have wives, sister but wives. Not sister housewives. They have sister wives. They're nothing. I mean, they've had some rough years, you guys. But sister housewives <laughs> would be hilarious. The glammed version of that, mm-hmm. very fun. Yeah, filmed in St. George. Let's pitch that. Yep, yeah. pitch it. I mean, I <laughs> think. Jenny we'll and Dewey that. were maybe trying to do that for a second. Oh they gosh. definitely. But anyway, so audible eye roll for me. I know. I know. Anyway, so yeah, casino night. It was fun. We go in. We're not quite a sh- quite sure exactly what happens. In my mind, though, I'm like, okay, they're giving Angie like this. It was the first all cast event. Yeah. Too. Like the first all cast event. And so anyway, they gave Angie like the opportunity to do that. And she did it amazing and I think it was one of those things too where everybody came to that event like the main cast members and they were like oh and they I think they might have all felt like a little threatened okay well Angie came out swinging two outfits two outfits both amazing and every detail paid attention that party right that party was yeah insane yeah and Angie doesn't do her parties halves halvesy she goes full out does production help pay for it? Nothing. Wow. Wow. You pay. Okay, I'm telling you, you pay every single thing out of pocket. Wow. And if oh. you think you're getting paid to do this, like if you, I've had a ton of people ask me, they're like, okay, housewives reach out to me. Like, I'm going to interview. I'm like, do it. And they're like, yeah, they're like, how much do you get paid? I'm like, you actually will spend more money than you make. So like nothing. You're, like, I, it's nothing. Because you have to spend so much money. On, like if you get casted as like a full-time house housewife, you will be... It's not even like equal what you what you pay out what you pay out like what you about the cast trips them. do they have to fly them no so, no the they'll pay they, for that. they'll pay for that but like they really encourage say you're on a cast trip and you go into a store they really really encourage you to like spend money okay and it's a pressure it's like oh, oh I yeah feel like I have to like like Dana Wilkie from Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. she bought the $25,000 sunglasses. Did you know? That's what she said. 25000 Did you know? Did you know? Like she bought those. I would be peer pressured to go into credit card debt for sure. Oh, I would I would be a mess. Uh, I, I think buy all, all the things. I personally think a lot of housewives on all the franchises, they do. They live these lifestyles that are not correct for what their bank account really says well, the jen shaw problem this is what we're saying yeah. the jen listen whatever i don't know her taxes but i'm like the richest people i know don't live like this 
that have a lot of money. Well, and if you watched part three of the reunion last night, Whitney even said that. She goes, I just, my friends that have a lot of money, I've never seen them drop money like that. 80 grand on a friend's party. And now knowing that's just Jen's money for those Polynesian dancers. It's not Jen's money. It's the elderly's. Oh, you burnt. She did say she flew them in from... Yes. Hawaii, right? Was that true? No. They're her cousins that live in Provo. Well, but this I'm is shocked to hear Jen Shaw okay. lied. That could have this, cost up to $500. This is the <laughs> thing, though. I'm telling you, on the show, you have to, like, I know why she did it. Like, if I were put in the position, I'd probably say the same thing. Like, oh, my family, I flew in from what? Because you yeah. have to make everything look. It's an illusion. Like, I don't blame her for doing that. I probably would have done the same exact thing just because you want to, like, Make yourself look like you have, you're throwing these unreal parties. But yeah, production does not pay for any of those. And they might give you like $300. Are you renting? Are they all renting the runway? I mean, are they just taking back? I I mean, no, I think, you know, once you've been on the show long enough, a lot of the um, like designers, they'll let you borrow their stuff. Mm. There also are um, rentals. That and celebrities do this all the time. There are companies that are rentals and um, they're like high fashion rentals. It's not like rent the runway. They're like high high fashion designer luxury selling sunset. Exactly, exactly. So it's not like they all rent their clothes from like it's a company called Albright or like not Mary though stuff like that. Mary's clothes look like they're from Charlotte Russe. I'm talking about Mary from Selling Sunset. Oh, well, oh, not yeah. Mary, Mary from, from the Housewife. Housewife. Yeah, Mary from also. the Housewives came she, from her closet. She she's does. a hoarder. They're, they come from her closet. Those do come from. She's got she's a lot of stuff. Oh, she's uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's whoa. She's whoa. <laughs> yeah, Sarah anyway. Jane. Are they actually friends? That's my number one question. Are these women honestly <laughs> friends? So I think that they are. I think they were friendly at the beginning. Lisa and Heather were friends before. I know Heather and Meredith were friends before. The problem is once you go on this show with people, you no longer can be friends. Okay. It becomes you are my coworker. Mm-hmm. We are friends like we are friends at work. And the, the reason why that is is because any opportunity that production wants you to say something that you know about somebody, you, ha- you, have, you have to, to take do it. it. You have to do it. That's your job, and kind of. You're getting paid. And once you've been on the show for like a couple seasons, you get paid substantially more. It's not just like $1,000 per episode. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a lot. Like, honestly, like you think like, oh, if I'm getting paid, even say you're getting paid season one, this is just, this isn't accurate, but say you're getting paid $3,000 an episode. People are like, oh my gosh, that's actually a lot of money. But think about this. You have to do hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Hair and makeup is like $200 every time. Then you have to do, you're buying stuff for it. Okay, that's like a couple hundred dollars there. Then your costume, your outfit, it, and I call everything. <laughs> wardrobe. Your, your wardrobe. It, because you feel the pressure to wear designers or whatever. It, yes. That's five to $10,000 just for one outfit. For instance, like that one scene that I shot at my house with uh, Angie and um, Lisa, that Balenciaga sweater was like twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then, like the Christian Louboutin boots were like eighteen hundred dollars. So right there, 
You're I mean, your money has to. Like, you, you have you to wear this. Listen, suit too. no one wants to watch a housewife who wears Steve Madden. I'm or, sorry. Or yeah. the Target T-shirt I'm currently wearing. Or t- or Meg's. T- or I'm in a nightgown today, and and that's <laughs> you, why we're not on like, TV. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. But, but this is why we're not on know, TV. I think it is. Um, what I notice a lot of women on the show do, they do high-low fashion. They'll mm-hmm. have like, you know, the main pieces that are like really nice designer and then like something else kind of mixed in that's from Zara. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I think you can do that. You can have like a couple pieces of Chanel and mix it in with your Zara and you look fabulous. That's and, true. And so. I ruined but Whitney Rose. Yeah, she got she, the worst wardrobe. She's gotten a lot better. She has gotten she, better, but do you remember those lace yeah, jeans? Oh, those pants, this Sarah season. Jane. They haunt my dreams. They haunt your dreams. I think they haunt a lot of people's dreams. You know, it, Whitney's the first to say she's like, I don't know fashion. I don't know. Like, I need help. I need help. You know. And so she did get somebody that dresses her now. And the hard part is though, is like you have to stay true to your style. Yes. So they're trying to kind of take like Whitney style and like buy pieces and stuff. And I feel like she is looking so much better. Even like she her is. hair. Her confessionals her were way better. Way uh, better. She looks so good with a short bob. Not the yes. short short bob, but like the lob. She yeah, looks I, I agree. Her cheekbones really good. Yes. Yeah. And that reunion dress though, they did her dirty. Uh, speaking yeah. of the Kay. reunion. I will say though. Her hair and makeup looked beyond. At I, the reunion, I did like 100%. the eyeliner. The yes, eyeliner was she cool. looked good. But I, out of I all the dresses, her hair. yeah, if you had out to of, wear one, out of all the dresses, I you have to wear <laughs> I one. Can't even like if I had to wear one, well, I can tell you. Okay, Heather's looked to me like in 1980s prom forensic for uh, the mom of the yeah major girl going yes to Jenny's to me looked like pageant. Uh huh. Um, Ice skater. Lisa's looked like the tinfoil blanket they give you after a race. Yes. Yeah. Lisa's hair always looks very sleek and nice, though. I I saw Lisa in person once at a restaurant, and that's how I recognized her, because it was from behind. I was like, that's Lisa Barlow hair. It's perfection. It's it's really good. Um, And then Meredith's. Yeah. I know. It's sad. (laughs) But all honestly, though, if you asked me before I even saw Meredith's outfit for the reunion... If you're like, what do you think Meredith's going to wear? I'm going to say something with feathers, a blazer, and a bell bottom. She's like, in a pantsuit. I too. just knew that. And I actually, I thought it was actually kind of sweet. She, Her son, um, Brooks. Uh, Brooks, he was a co-collaborator designing that. With the yeah. Christian Cohen? Yes. That's his mentor? I don't know if it's he, his mentor. Maybe because she's is, constantly in Christian Cohen. Yeah. And so I'm like, there has to be something here. But they did design that together. And I actually was like... That's pretty cute. Like, if yeah. my little boy designed something, I'd be like, honey, I will 100% wear it. I might give some like, useful feedback. He's here finding there, his voice. You know? And I, you know, he's finding himself Maybe as a designer. One yeah. too many textiles for a look. For me, it's yeah, the it, fingerless gloves. <laughs> yeah. It, what if we got rid of them? It was it was a lot. But Whitney's, I felt like for me, if I had to wear one, it would be Whitney's minus the gloves. The one-handed glove. Well, it's the glove. Don't even get Meg started on the glove I in the bathroom. I cannot handle the Kermit the Frog glove. I cannot figure out how she goes to the bathroom in that dress. Oh, the physics are I don't know. beyond my comprehension. I know. It's like, how do I wipe? Where do I lift? I yes. don't know what to do. You can't yes. let the glove yeah. touch the floor. Yeah, no, the I whole just, thing. You have to take it all the way off. We've been through this. The whole thing is off. And then you got to deal off. with your shapewear. I mean, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then the problem with Jen's was she looked like a villain from an animated movie. A, B, those feathers in her face the entire time she was it talking looked like a chandelier with the oh. 
And I'm like, you look five feet broad now. Why did you do this to yourself? Yeah. I mean, I knew Jen would probably wear something like that, too. She always is going to be eccentric with her look, wants to make it like, wow. It's fun to see. You're in Whitney's. You're wearing Whitney's then. Yeah, I would probably wear Whitney's if I could just somehow cut the glove off. (laughs) I mean, I just go in the bathroom. Snip, snip, snip. Yeah, but it would be better. It would be better. Um, In my opinion, though, I feel like Salt Lake City, for the most part, dresses pretty well. But their reunion look collectively was the worst I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like as a collective group. Um, I think if you would have taken like one of those dresses and maybe put it like with Beverly, it wouldn't have been as bad. You might have not been like, oh, that's because you could have left Jen and you could have left Meredith because at least they were a look. You know what I mean? And Whitney. It's like, all right, do I kind of hate him? Sure. But they're a look. I agree with you. It's a point of view. Yeah. It's like Lisa's so safe, so safe Mm -hmm. and not interesting enough to be that safe. I swear it's what she wore last time. It it looks exactly the same. It was almost like a bronzy color like an like amber version yep yes and then jenny's was just so bad yeah. it was i mean it's like what my 11 year old niece would pick out yeah thinks like this is glam and, and the lips were off the yeah. lips were and off and heather i wish she understood how incredible she looks and stuff because i feel like she dressed to hide her body yeah. when i'm like you know her confessional look with i think it's like a fendi sheer yeah, is it Fendi? Looks really Gucci. Good. Gucci. With yeah. the blazer? With the blazer yeah, and the bra. It's look. like she looks phenomenal. That, that was definitely her best look out of anything I've ever seen her in. Absolutely. That she needs to be in things like this constantly. I just want her to open. Whoever open dressed up. her that for that confessional look needs to um, take ownership of her looks. Yes. And so. Yep. Okay, we I, we could talk to you for four hours, but we need to get to some of our questions. Yes, get to your questions. Um, Sorry, I'm, I keep who, going forever. Are you kidding? This is why we brought you here. Yes. This is incredible. If you were on a desert island with one of these women, who would it be? Um, probably Heather, because she's hilarious. She'd keep me entertained the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Who would it absolutely not be? Lisa. Okay. You want to expand on that? Um, Mary's in the mix in this conversation yeah i still lisa still lisa okay. mary okay. i probably wow. just it'd be funny but um you'd write a book when you get off. I'd write a book when i got home yeah. i think lisa it would irritate me so bad i'd be like this i got i'm done are you you were friends going into this mm-hmm. would you call yourself would you are you friends now um no i well no I don't even know how to answer that because I try to be like diplomatic in the way mm-hmm. I say it. Cause and I'm sorry you don't, that we're no, putting I love you that in I situation. love being put on the spot. So I would not call us friends. I would, I hope, I don't call us enemies. I don't know what she would say. Um, I just like to live in a world, like I was saying before, live in a world where I don't exist to Lisa Barlow. It's a very safe place to live. You don't okay. want the... You don't want her vision on you. Nope. Okay. I'm fair. I think Not it seems fair. <laughs> she seems pretty yeah, lightly intense. Just, the, the problem is she is just, it's always about her. Yeah. You know that's what a I mean? draining so friend. It, it, it can be draining. You know, when I first met Lisa, I was like, this woman is either going to be so freaking crazy, but she's going to be so Fun but it's going to be worth it. But it's going to be worth it because I thought she was going to be so fun. Yeah. But I learned very quickly. I was like, whoo. Ooh. Would we call her an energy vampire? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. She just, her energy, it drains me. Yeah. And that, you know, I applaud John Barlow 
and her children for putting up with that. And some people can. Some people, you know, she was she's really good friends with Jenny. I don't know if they still really? are. Were they really good friends or was that a lie? They're best friends. They're best friends. They yep. are they're best friends. Okay. Yeah. Glad um, to hear it. Your name came up during the reunion. Yes. Can you give us any explanation? Um I will give you an explanation as well as I can. So Whitney <laughs> said to Meredith, right? Mm-hmm. I still I still have not watched the part two, but it from don't. what I what I've heard, I did don't, don't. I get, it's sounding like it's Lisa Barlow personified. It's a drain. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Is that it's not fun. So what I heard is that Lisa. I've heard like a little clip too, just an audio. And from what I heard, it was like Lisa was talking about saying something about Meredith. She's like, I've never said anything bad about Meredith until that moment. And Whitney looks at Meredith and says, Meredith, you need to call Sarah Jane Warner. <laughs> Yeah. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Ask Sarah Jane Warner. Ask Sarah Jane Warner. Yes. Ask Sarah Jane Warner. So I think she said that because there have probably been conversations. She knows that I was friends with Lisa. Mm-hmm. Whitney does. Uh-huh. And so in her mind, she's probably thinking, maybe you should call Sarah Jane Warner because maybe she knows if she was friends with Lisa. Yeah. You know, you tell your best friends everything. You 100%. tell them like anything. And so I think that's probably, I'm trying to like go around this question a little bit. Are yeah, we going to no, find out more? Could, yeah, you, Sarah Jane, are we going to find out more? You will find out more. That's perfect. Enough. That's Perfect. That's enough for us. I cannot wait. Yeah. Did um, you Did you watch this season? Um, I watched probably six of the episodes, full episodes. There were things that I watched little clips here and there and stuff, but I probably watched six six full episodes is there anything you wish viewers knew um one thing that i wish viewers knew is the show is produced yeah you Mm -hmm. know as much it is real life like it is real these are real real things um but it is produced they're trying to make a show um a lot of the drama gets carried on longer and longer than it normally would just because things come up and then they get mad all over again. Um, <laughs> That's the another first. thing too. What I wish people would know is the person on the show. They are a real person. Mm. I do this a lot with celebrities, and I'll be like, "Oh, Kim Kardashian," and it's easy for me to say something, but I do now realize like she is a real person, and she has real feelings, and like things probably do hurt her feelings too. And one the best part about the show is the fans, but. The worst part about the show can also be the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And they have their favorites and then everybody goes on social media. Everybody has an opinion and it's hard. That can be really, really hard. And so I just wish the viewer would know, like, when they say things, it it is hurtful. It can be it can be detrimental to people's mental wellness and health too so, so where do you where do you think the line is because you know obviously we're of the opinion that these people are on tv and they should um it's fair game when they're on okay yeah I, I do feel tell like you that's part of your job it is part of your job and that that was kind of going to be my next thing you know when you don't have the luxury of really having privacy anymore you don't yeah. have the luxury mm-hmm. of people not talking about you you don't have the luxury of people only just saying nice things about you. And you go into it knowing that, You go right? into that knowing that. You don't realize how much people are going to say and stuff. But it's just part of it. And so you you do have to realize that. 
I feel like where the line kind of needs to be drawn, though, is when people will DM you and say degrading things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's listen, where we're not those. <laughs> I, yeah. And I know, you know, no, but that's where I draw the line. And also on social media, too. Okay. If people want to like keep it on their own profile or like if they have a page or whatever, but it always surprises me when like somebody will go on to like, the person's page and be like you blah 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 blah. Yeah. blah. I'm like, yeah. Why What's do you the have point? To do that. Yeah. Keep it on the blogs. Keep yeah. Keep it yeah. on those types of things. So that it becomes a choice for you or any of these cast members to go out and seek this information instead of it's, throwing the information ex- at exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's that's kind of how I feel. But it just comes with the territory, yeah. and so that's just kind of how it is. Was there anything filmed that they didn't show that you wish they had? They there was a lot that they filmed that they didn't show. Um, honestly, maybe, but okay, no, because I feel like in this past season, nobody really gets off the show unscathed, and mm-hmm. I feel like I did. Yeah, you came, you were very poised, yeah. you looked great. and there were things we that... We didn't see enough of you. Yeah, only feedback. But that honestly is a very safe place to be. Yeah. The show can be a very scary place you never know and so anyway I feel like for me it was it was great do you want to be more involved um no I could be more involved if I wanted to be more involved I have every opportunity to be involved okay but there have been things that I've had to just say no to yeah and stuff and I've just for more of like my health and stuff and just my husband doesn't He's not completely on board anymore with it. What's the appeal? Why? So let me reframe that. Why, why would do you? they keep doing it? Okay. I think why people, as much as people say, I don't want to be famous. Everybody wants to be like a little bit. Attention feels so good. Attention feels so good. Yeah. We love it. Right. Yeah. And so that I think is like the first appeal is either like, oh, you want to like be recognized or something Or on the flip side, you have a business. You're like, this is going to be the best thing for my business. It's free advertising. It is free advertising to a point. Because you bought Wild Rose. Did you? Do you like it? Hasn't come yet. Oh, it hasn't? No. It'll come. Yeah, no. I think I bought something that was kind of sold out and they were still selling it. You know how that happens? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She sold out of everything. So, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. I I just, it's good. I felt. Bad <laughs> because I don't like hearing they spent their money on a rebrand. It bums me out. Yeah. Yeah. They they're going to be okay, right? Oh, they're going to be fine. So in the episode, this is a side note. I know we have to, we have to go, but no, this is fine. a side note. In that episode, they made it sound a lot worse than it really was. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of clarified that last night mm-hmm. on the part, the part three of the reunion. And I'm glad she did. Like, it wasn't like they went out and spent like all their savings. It was savings that they had had set aside for a vacation home. Yeah. That's what they did clarify that last night. Yeah. And part of it, too, what was expensive was she bought out her business partner, which for her was the best business move. Who was her business but, partner? Um, I don't remember. Oh. No one that she's no Dre. That's all I know I for know. sure. Well, the only business partner okay, we know is Dre. You? Oh, and that's Heather's. Yeah, yeah with Beauty Lab. That's who I'd be stuck on an island with, with or Car- or Carlin, Carlin, Jenny's daughter. Oh yeah, she's cute. She's really cute. She is actually really cute. I think 
that's the part of Jenny I'll miss. Absolutely. Uh, Hands down. Absolutely. Yes. I don't need Jenny. You I just want her Jenny. kids. Definitely so don't need Dewey, but I need Carlin. Dewey, yes. see you never. <laughs> Carlin, I hope she keeps filming with Lisa. I know. Maybe, maybe she'll be like the first house child. Kid. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, Lisa, the best thing she could do is get Carlin in that house. It would make me like her scenes a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're onto something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you listening? Anyway. Yeah. If you're listening. Um, but that's that's kind of the appeal of doing it I think and I think you think well at the beginning you think you're going to be paid so you think oh I'm going to like make all this money from doing it but the money that goes into it it's like oh my gosh now looking into like what I know I'm like what is the appeal like I don't fame there there is yes and fame's a drug there are some very very fun parts there like, are what's your favorite fun part? What do you when do you love? get to get dressed up mm. and you know, like the cameras on you, it's fun to kind of like be there in these events. Like you Perform. never, um, as an influencer, yes, there are influencer parties that can be fantastic and like amazing. But besides that, like you normally don't go to a party that is themed. That's going to be amazing every weekend and just feel special and feel special. Yeah. And get to be dressed up and and get noticed on the street and get and get noticed on the street. If you want that. I always thought that I kind of maybe wanted that. But from doing the show, it has also made me realize how much I love my privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't. I love just kind of being like another thing, too, is like it is so nice. I before the show, it was nice to just like go to dinner with my husband on the weekend in my pajamas yeah, yeah. and not really care you know what i mean uggs uh, uggs can't go out in uggs anymore can't that's go the out. one time crocs. someone will notice you crocs, crocs with socks crocs are out <laughs> i still wear them i wear them every day of my life i wear them all the time crocs with socks yeah I that's can't. what got me through december that is what got me through december Croc, but with the tall socks. meg and i are different here because i'm all about the uggs and the ugg lifestyle i can't my feet get too sweaty i know i love i probably need foot botox well the thing with crocs is that bottom the inside like that's what you have to wear the socks, well, that's it what hurts. the socks are for that's what the it socks hurts are like a shower mat Emily, you're just yeah. not doing it right you're right I'm so sorry. I'll never be on the house. I don't know how to work. We have an influencer here. She can walk you through it. I can walk you through Crocs Crocs and socks. socks. I can make you look good. Pattern socks. Um, Anyway, that (laughs) is something that was nice before. You can kind of just, you don't really have to like get right. I mean, I still don't a lot, but I do feel more pressure now to like make sure I'm a little more put together Mm -hmm. just in case. You never know if somebody. That's the time you're going to see someone. And it's not even, most of the time, they never even say hi. It's so funny. I'll get home from dinner with my husband, and I'll be on my phone, and I'll get, a, like, a couple DMs. Hey, we were at dinner, and I saw you. I'm like, why didn't you come say hi, you know? I, it's weirder. And then who knows? They could, like, be videoing you, and you're like, was I shoveling food in my mouth? Like, you just don't know. That, to me, would be the stressful thing. Not that they'd say hi, that they're watching me when, I'm, when I don't know. And it happens Ooh. all the time. Yeah, I don't like that. And I wouldn't, it's not so, worth it. You're going to end up on Dumois. Yeah, you literally just, Ideally. you don't know. I, I mean, when the, um, after everything aired and the casino night aired, it was really, really hard for Angie. She was, because the story that was put out there was not accurate. Like, Interesting. The story, and I have seen the text. I have seen every single text. And it Angie is telling the truth in that story and so anyway um 
after that happened and she was really, really sad. She felt like she was being attacked on social media and she chose to not engage in anything on social media. She was like, I just can't engage with anybody saying anything. Mm -hmm. But um, she was so sad. I went over to her house. I'm like, you're going to be okay. Like, don't worry. People... One thing about housewives is it moves so quickly. We forgot. <laughs> they, we forgot <laughs> about the ca- casino we night. We forgot about casino night and what happened. It moves so quickly. One thing happens. You have a week and something else happens and they have forgotten. The I, fans forget very, very oh, quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all we can talk about like, is the beauty lab. Listen, someone got arrested by Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. We don't care about your caterer fights anymore. Yeah. But it's interesting, though, because when that when I went over to Angie's house, Heather was on the phone with us. And she's like, listen, she's like, Angie, you're going to be okay. She's like, you and Sarah Jane, I want you two to get in the car and just go to Target. Go to Target and see, like, who recognizes you. Like, you two together. You know what I mean? And Angie's like, I'm not going anywhere, you know? But it's true, though. Like, I think, like, those are the parts of the show. Like, if somebody does work in it, it is, it is nice. Yeah. But it comes with a major price to pay, too. Did you go to Target? We didn't. Oh, she well. was too sad. Is she okay now? She's fine. Good. You get over it really. I mean, I think it made her stronger. As weird as the sounds, doing the show is one of like the best therapy sessions ever for yourself. And you just realize things. It only matters what like my family and what I think about myself. What other people say. Who cares? It It doesn't really matter. And you know who you are and you know the truth. A lot in the show is said a lot of the stuff on the blogs and the internet are not true and so that is wild to me because i didn't i does not into angie at cater fight i mean i loved her outfit and i felt like she made good tv but that bummed me out because i thought she came off like the worst i just thought that it was like a stupid storyline to give her like let's let's do something more substantial yeah do we have like five minutes and I can kind yes. of tell the yeah, story? Yeah, I mean, are you no? Go, go ahead, okay. please. I, uh, I'll be. I very feel like I publicly owe Angie an apology now that I was like, I'd like, I'd like to hear an apology. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm wrong all the time, so I don't know why anyone would listen to me anyway. No. I earlier today I said to Meg I was trying to say shenanigans and I called it gerrymandering, which is not a thing. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, so no one should listen oh to me anyway. Gosh. But the the whole situation with Cater Gate. So we filmed that scene at my house. At that scene, Angie invited Lisa and me to, to the party. The, the party. She said, I'm going to cater it, this and this. And I, it wasn't on camera. Well, it was on camera, but I don't think they showed it. But she said, I'm using Aubrey and Marco mm-hmm. to cater. Mm-hmm. Before that, Aubrey and Marco had agreed to do it. They said in the text message, yeah, we would love to do it. We need to get approval from, like, our manager or whatever, but we totally want to do it. They even went as far as sending, like, a menu of the thing. They had agreed upon a price. It was set. It was set. It was done. They're like, perfect. This is great. Whatever. She tells us on camera. Lisa had no idea about, like, and I think Lisa was a little bit like, they're giving a friend of position the first the first event. event. You know what I mean? And kind of like, whoa. Two hours later, I kid you not, at least it leaves my house. Two hours later, I get a call from Angie. She's like, you're never going to believe what happened. She's like, I just got a phone call and Marco and Aubrey backed out. Oh boy. I'm like, what? I'm like, why? And she's like, I honestly have no idea, but 
production and my and Chris, her husband, are like, this is weird. This mm-hmm. is really, really mm-hmm. fishy. She texts Aubrey and Marco, and they basically were like, nope, nope, very cold, very, they had been so friendly before, and she's used them for other things, right. you know? Very cold. They were nice in the fact where they were like, we can set you up with other caterers. And they they used her brother, Stefano. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very, very interesting. And every single person around Angie was like, okay, the thing is, though, honestly, I don't even think she would have ever thought Lisa would do that. But Lisa has done things in the past to lead people, like, Angie or me to believe that she's capable of doing something like that. So the problem that I have is when she went, Angie was very nice with the way she said it. Mm-hmm. And okay, and another thing too is when if you read saw the text that they showed, it said, "But don't tell Lisa about the catering." You know what I mean? Did you see that where it said like, "Don't tell Lisa" when she was emailing, texting the caterers? Yeah. The reason why she didn't tell want them to tell Lisa is. You're not supposed to tell other cast members about specific things. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, don't tell Lisa, not because she wanted to keep it from her, but because she had to make sure that she told Lisa on camera organically. Because it does seem they did cut that in a way that made it feel Mm -hmm. a little sneaky. Yeah. This is very interesting because my whole thing, especially with the reunion, is does Lisa have this much power over everything? Well, honestly, she shouldn't. And I don't understand, like, I, I think a lot of people are confused that are, like, in the housewife world, like, in the production. Like, how does she she get away with this? I don't know how she gets away with stuff. They give they give Lisa very good edits. Interesting. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Because we do, don't they, see them as good edits. Yeah. They, yeah, they she do. Seems, she gets very good edits. She huh. seems contrived to yeah. me. In a way, that's our beef with Lisa. It's like, it seems like she practices her jokes and stuff. Yeah. Because it just doesn't seem like her at all. Yeah. Like, uh -uh. yeah, she did laugh like that when I saw her too. Uh, Lindsay, who writes our recaps, suspects that the producers give her quips to say during her interviews and then she rehearses them back to the camera. Do you feel like that's what happens? Um, No, only, I mean, that would be very... I would believe that if I had heard that. But because I know how it is, you kind of have to come up with your own things to say. Producers are not, if they like something, they might have you say it over. Mm -hmm. But they're not giving you, they're not feeding you lines. But I can just see Lisa like writing in her day Oh, I think they all do. That's a great joke I'm going to use. Oh, I think so. I think that is correct for every single one of them. They'll be like, oh, okay. But Heather seems effortless. Do you know what I mean? Like Heather says stuff in a way that it's like. so witty. Like some of my funniest jokes have come from Heather. I've, I mean, I've known her forever. She is so funny, like mm-hmm. so funny. This. But anyway, yeah, the whole catering situation with that. But then when she went, this is the thing that was weird. When Angie went in that room with her, and obviously I was not in that room. Yeah. Um, I was outside gambling, but um, <laughs> for charity, for charity. Um, but when she was in there, all Angie did was raise a question. Said. Hey, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I got a text, this and this. Did you have anything to do with it? In my opinion, it's okay to raise a question like that. Yeah. To be like, did you have something to do with it? Lisa lost it. It felt very deflective 
Like she freaked out. And Angie out. even said that you're deflecting. Mm-hmm. And it was, whoa. Bring Meredith in here. Bring Chris in here. I want John, John Barlow. Barlow I want John Barlow. <laughs> yeah, yes. And trout. so, yeah. Trout, trout. It was very, a normal reaction generally wouldn't be that. Like right. if that were me, even, even for housewives, I'd be like, oh, I'm really hurt that you think I would do that, but... I'm so sorry if I have ever done anything the past, in the past yeah. to lead you to believe that I'm capable of doing something like that. Can you give me examples of things that I would have done in the past to lead you to believe that I'm capable of doing such a horrible thing? Mm-hmm. Sarah Jane, I don't know how to break this to you, but Lisa doesn't have a ton of accountability for herself. She's a great person. She tells us all the time. She loves herself. She, enough, enough for, for everyone. Yeah. She's a great friend. She's a great person. And she feels bad for herself. She feels for, I, I feel for me too. I feel for me too is one yeah. of my favorite that lines is ever. such a Lisa thing though. I will say like those types of lines are things that she has said to me in phone conversations. Like she's just that type of person that just loves, good for her. Good for her, but exhausting for you. Mm-hmm. Meg, imagine if I called you and was like, I f- I'm having this really hard time. I feel for me. You'd and be she's like, like, I feel for you. You're like, I feel, I feel for, for me too. I literally did that to you on Saturday. <laughs> but I did feel for her, so it's fair. Uh, Sarah Jane, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you oh so much, much Sarah Jane. so fun. I feel like it was a real peek behind the curtain. I there was a little peek it. behind the curtain. Anything? Sorry it went on so long. No, Please, not long never enough. apologize cut, for that. Cut, like, literally, we'll cut nothing. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know? Um... I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, We'll have you back. You have me back. I guess just know that the show, it is real, but it is for television. They are making it like into a show. If people made up very quickly, like most of us do in real life, there'd be no show. Correct. The show is conflict resolution, conflict resolution, conflict resolution. So... Reconflict. Reconflict. <laughs> we already resolved. Again. Conflict again. <laughs> I know my neighbor called me um like a couple weeks ago. Well, actually it was a text and she goes, I'm concerned. I was like, why? And she goes, I'm watching Housewives. Why do these women continue on going to dinner together? <laughs> I'm like, great question. Because it's a show and the Sprinter exactly. van has to happen. Stop <laughs> bringing it up. I know. I know. So there you go. Thanks for having me on. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Um, we'll be back. Well, Emily will be back next week with um, premiere episode of Bridgerton season two. Not so next week. The week after. The Comes week out the 25th. Wasn't uh, that next week? Because this is being released the week after this week. Right, but it comes out on Friday, so it'll probably be after that. Whatever, you guys. It's coming soon. Stay Don't tuned. worry about it. Okay, talk My to you soon. Bridgerton. Okay. Bye. Bye.